This week on the Mid Bay News Update, I'm talking to City of Niceville City Manager David Deitch. He's been on the job for about three months now after a 52-year stint by the last city manager, Lanny Corbin, so he's got big shoes to fill. But what is he doing right now? What does he see as early successes? What are some challenges that he's looking forward to? And what exactly is going on with those school zone speeding cameras that everybody seems to be talking about lately? Here's the interview and all those answers. All right, thank you guys so much for joining us for the Mid-Bay News Update. I'm Christopher Saul, I'm your host, and I'm here with City Manager David Deitch. And City Manager Deitch, you've been on, on the job for a couple of months, and I really am excited to talk to you about what you've seen so far, how your first budget season went, and talk a little bit about the Community Redevelopment Agency. But I think it'd be best to start with you, um, getting to know you. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are, where you came from, and maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, where we're going as a city together? Sure, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, my name is Dave Deitch. Uh, I, I'm originally from Illinois. I grew up in a very tiny farming community in northwestern Illinois. Uh, raised by a single mom, had a sister. Um, but at, at age 17, uh, due to my bad grades, lack of discipline, and poor motivation, um, I decided to join the Army. And, and uh, fortunately, it was the second best decision of my life, second only to marry my wife. Uh, I served three years in the Army and realized I didn't want to do that either. Uh, so I, I got out, went back to Illinois, uh, went to college at Southern Illinois University in Carbondale, and then came down here to Florida uh, to Stetson University where I went to law school. Uh, and then while I was in law school, I missed the call of the military, the camaraderie and the teamwork and uh, just the being able to serve my country. And so uh, I, I uh, got commissioned into the Air Force before I graduated law school um, and then uh, went straight into the Air Force. Um, did that for almost 21 years, traveled all over the world, uh, all over the country, lived and worked all over the world in the country, um, and then I deployed a couple of times to the Middle East. Uh, but then in uh, July of 21, uh, the good Lord brought us here to, to Niceville, to Eglin Air Force Base, where I was the general counsel for Eglin Air Force Base for the past two years. Uh, but I retired out in June, uh, and I was blessed to get hired by the city council. Uh, in July, and I started here uh, officially. I took over for Mr. Corbin on the 1st of August of 2023. Uh, I've been doing it ever since, having an absolute ball. I love this city, and more importantly, I love the people of this community. And so I've been blessed to serve uh, the last few months as, as the city manager. Uh, the uh, the, the uh, budget season was quite an experience coming out of the military. Uh, there's, there, we have a lot of challenges here in Niceville, but uh, uh, far more opportunities than challenges. And so, uh, fortunately for me, I'm blessed with a really, really great team uh, here, here within the city. And so we, we powered through it. I think we've got a good plan for fiscal year 24. And I'm looking forward to seeing you know, where this, where this city is going to go in the future. And so uh, you've gotten through the budget season. Um, what, what's next for you for the city? What do, what do we jump into in this process after you've made the budget, which is a huge lift, a $61 million? $61 million. Buzz, uh, is, it, is it all implementation now, or are you guys already planning? Well, it's, it's a little bit of planning. It's a lot of implementation. And, of course, always looking forward to, you know, the years and years ahead. You know, the, the message I've been preaching since I got here was the only reason we're here, the only reason we exist, are to improve the quality of life of our citizens. It's the only reason we're here, and so we've done a lot of few, a lot of things over the last uh, last few months already. Uh, I, 
I, I move pretty quick, and so I just told my team to jump on the crazy train and hold on tight because uh, it's going to get wild. And so over the last few th months, we've done quite a few things uh, to improve the quality of life of our citizens. Uh, as I'm sure some of the, the, your listeners know, we've extended the hours at the senior center, the library, the kids park, and, and Turkey Creek. Uh, they're all open more hours during the week uh, and, and more days per week. So the library's open on Mondays now, Turkey Creek's open on Mondays now. We also really uh, recently, the, uh, the public works guys work real hard and recently completed four new pickleball courts here in Niceville. So, uh, we, went, we almost doubled the amount of pickleball courts. We went from five to nine, so I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, Meg's Park, we're working, uh, thanks to Commissioner Ponder and, and Councilwoman Alley, uh, we're working to turn Meg's Park into a park for uh, children with disabilities. And so uh, hopefully we'll see that in the next fiscal year come to fruition. The county's working on the, the master plan right now and then collaboratively, uh, we're gonna put our money and resources together to turn that into a first class park. Uh, we're working with a couple of the Boy Scout troops, some, some uh, uh, future um, Eagle Scouts are working on some projects for the, the uh, runway park, uh, well, so we'll see that in the next few months. Uh, you know, we're installing, uh, you know, uh, what I like to see, one of the things I like to see in Niceville is there's, people are always out and about moving around, walking, running, cycling, and so we are installing sidewalks all over the community the past couple of years, and we're going to continue that into the future. Uh, this year we plan to repave uh, the, uh, the, the sidewalk along Bayshore and turn that into a concrete sidewalk instead of that, that rough uh, asphalt sidewalk. We're going to run a sidewalk all, uh, down one side of Palm from um, John Sims all the way down to Bayshore Drive. Um, and of course, you know, long-term projects is the, the old historic downtown project we're working on through the CRA. And, uh, and a little bit further out is the aquatic center we're hoping to bring to fruition. Uh, in the future, so we got a lot of big projects going on, uh, but the, the 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 one guiding principle is is to improve the quality of life of our citizens because Niceville is not just a town; it's a culture, and so that's what you know we're here to to maintain, and 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 shine and uh, and and grow. And so the the CRA, uh, the Community <coughs> Redevelopment Agency, uh, can you talk a little bit about what exactly that means and uh, what the what the plan is for that CRA district? Sure, uh, I, I guess in, in the, the 101 level is it's a special ta tax district. Um, and so what we're planning on doing, what the CRA and the city council has decided to do is the principal project is the old historic downtown district. So if you can imagine uh, the, little, the little landing um, on the water on the bayou right across from where the front porch restaurant used to be, all the way north to John Sims, the city owns all, uh, most of that property in there between Armstrong and Edge Avenues, uh, between Bayshore and John Sims. And so what, uh, we, are, we are working with uh, Avcon uh, to develop a, uh, a master plan that is currently under development, and we're going to turn that whole area into a, a, a downtown district where there's little shops and little restaurants and and then a green space out on the water with a little amphitheater kind of event. And, that, and then out into the bayou, we're gonna have this long pier with this big, beautiful gazebo-type facility at the end where people can fish and enjoy the evenings, uh, you know, have pit graduation pictures taken and weddings and all sorts of events down there. So we're, we're planning on turning that whole area into a really, really first-class uh, downtown area. 
so that uh, people of Nyesville have a place to come and just do life together. What would you say uh, the, the expected uh, date for completion on something like that would be? I know it's a big project. It is, it is. Uh, but I think uh, we'll probably see that in the next uh, two to three years completion. Um, like I said, Avcon's working really hard to develop the, the master uh, plan. Uh, and then we got some other entities uh, already, there's already contracts out there to do a lot of this work. And so uh, th this project is, is, is moving currently. Um, and, and we'll see, um, you know, dirt being moved probably within a year and then the project being done within probably two to three years. Um, for, for the government to be involved in a, a downtown building kind of uh, project, right, mm -hmm. or walking downtown, um, what, is, what is the government's benefit, what's the people's benefit to having a walking downtown area? Oh, well, principally, is it's a place to do life together. You know, the greatest thing about Niceville is the people. And, and so what uh, the city council and I want to do is create as many spaces throughout Niceville where people can come together, Niceville residents can come together and just do life together and have fun together, have events and festivals and, and all sorts of stuff. Uh, so that's the principal uh, motivation for, for doing this. Um, and so what is, uh, uh, in, in 10 years time, this, this landing, what does it look like uh, for either for tourism or for uh, property values, things like that? Well, I think it'll, it'll revitalize that entire downtown area. Uh, that, that's the goal. That's the whole point of a CRA is to revitalize uh, blighted areas of a city, and I'm not suggesting that the downtown is blighted, uh, but it, it will revitalize that, that area of town uh, and inject new, uh, new businesses into the city, new tax revenues into the city. The tax revenues uh, will go into the CRA, and then the CRA can turn around and do other projects around the city. And so um, while the city's investing a lot of money and the CRA's investing a lot of money into this project, ultimately it will pay for itself uh, and then, then those tax dollars can be turned around and used uh, in other parts of the CRA district uh, for other CRA projects. Um, one of the big projects, um, or I guess it's not a big project per se, but one of the things that you mentioned at the city council that a lot of people are excited and talking about are the traffic cameras. Sure. Um, talking about the, uh, you know, the ability to provide revenue and also reduce the risk to kids and pedestrians sure. uh, walking in the area. Can you kind of go over how that came to be and uh, how that idea came to be and what we can expect as citizens from uh, a traffic camera uh, procedure. Sure. So for, first off, I want to emphasize two things. One, these are not red light cameras. Um, so that's number one. And number two, um, while the city has the potential to generate revenue from, from these traffic cameras, that isn't the goal. My goal, my hope is, is that these cameras generate zero revenue because that means people will slow down and ultimately protect our kids because that's what this is really about is protecting our kids during the school day in school zones. Uh, I had two different companies come in and conduct speed studies. Uh, one of the companies hired an independent third-party company uh, just, just for transparency. Uh, and both, the results of both of those studies showed that we have uh, significant speeding in our, in our uh, school zones and both of these co companies did studies in the same areas, on the same streets. And while the end, the end result, the numbers weren't identical, they were very, very close. And it showed massive speeding in our, spe in our school zones. And so um, 
My desire is to slow down to protect our children, protect, to protect the crossing guards uh, during the school day in these school zones. And so, um, the great, uh, you know, these these cameras I hope will slow people down. Hopefully, it will not only reduce uh, speeding, but you know, the potential for traffic accidents and ultimately protect our kids. Um, one of the facets of this of this program is is there's absolutely no cost to the city. There's no to cost to our residents ever. And so the, the money is, you know, to the extent that money is generated, it's generated by these speeding tickets. And so what happens, uh, uh, this program is, is driven by state statute. It recently was passed by the state legislature and the governor during the last session. Um, and so they are, they are the ones who are allowing this to happen. And so we are, we're, just, we're following state statute on the implementation. Uh, the the uh, Florida Department of Transportation guidelines haven't been published yet. They have until the end of the year with regards to permitting and, and that sort of thing. But um, So we're still waiting on that guidance. And, this, and quite frankly, uh, the city council hasn't said yes or no on this project yet uh, because we have to pass. The state statute requires an ordinance to be passed. Uh, and so hopefully in the next, uh, next month or two, uh, we will take, I will uh, present the, the ordinance for the first reading to the city council. Um, and then we'll go forward and that'll give the, uh, the residents an opportunity to come and, and voice their, their opinions on this issue. Uh, and then ultimately the city council will vote yay or nay. Uh, if they say yes, uh, probably sometime, uh, you know, the first, uh, first quarter of next year, uh, we'll start the, the uh, implementation if uh, Department of Transportation has, has published their, their guidance, you know, the rules by then. Uh, and then we'll rock and roll. Now, there, you know, along with this program, there's a 30-day uh, information campaign that the, the, um, this company will, will host for the citizens. Um, there's going to be a lot of information we would push out. And then ultimately, uh, after implementation, by state statute, the fine is, is limited to $100. Whether you're going 11 miles over the speed limit or you're going 50 miles over the speed limit, it's $100. That's a flat rate fee, regardless of how fast you're going. Um, and the, uh, you know, the state statute says it's only for people going 11 miles an hour over the speed limit or more. So um, it, it's not for someone going four miles over the speed limit. And, and so what happens then is a, a, uh, a, a ticket would be issued. Uh, an individual, if they voluntarily choose to pay the fine, great. If not, um, you know, we go through the typical speeding ticket process is really what it amounts to. Uh, but again, the end goal of this program isn't to generate revenue. Um, it's, it's to protect our children uh, in, in the school zones. Perfect. Um, in, the, in the last budget cycle, uh, you were able to get a 7% cost of living adjustment for your employees. Yeah. Uh, the big argument you said is like, hey, I need to retain talent and people that know what's yeah. going on here to run an efficient city. Uh, have you seen, I know, I know it's very, you know, two weeks in, mm -hmm. um, but have you seen a difference in, in your staff? Is morale up? Are you seeing uh, more people staying longer or intending to stay longer? Absolutely. I'd say that the, I think that 7% increase that uh, the city council approved is absolutely a huge blessing to my teammates. And they've all been just ecstatic about uh, the pay raise. Uh, in fact, one of them said this is the biggest pay raise she had gotten in 21 years. And so everybody's super excited, uh, not only about the pay raise, but we've changed some policies internally. And, and so I think every, the morale of the team uh, is, is really high right now. Uh, which has caused us to, uh, uh, you know, we're not bleeding people anymore. And in fact, we've hired, we've been, we've been on a very, very aggressive 
uh, advertising and, and um, uh, job fair and hiring uh, campaigns since I've been here. And so now many of our departments are fully staffed. Uh, the, the one outlier is our public works department, uh, but we're hiring uh, you know, four people into the public works department within the next week. So uh, we're starting to get healthy again. Again, a lot of our departments are fully manned, our police department, our fire department, our senior center, uh, and a number of other departments within the, within the city are, are fully manned. Uh, but we got a little bit more to go. So if anybody out there needs a job, uh, please come see us. Uh, I'm also happy to, to report that yesterday, uh, or I guess this morning, uh, we hired a public information officer. So I'm very excited about that because that was one of the deficiencies I saw when I first came in here is this, I don't have any way to communicate with the public, nor do I have any way to receive communication from the public. Uh, and in information is key. And so uh, I've hired a, a public information officer and she'll be joining our team within the next two weeks. Uh, we've also hired a code compliance officer. I, I'm not, uh, not hired, but we, we internally we hired, we promoted someone um, to into that position. And so he's been out there actively solving problems across the community for a couple of weeks. And so we're, we're really, really aggressive about our hiring, uh, but probably more aggressive about retaining our talent because uh, we got some really, really phenomenal people that work for this city and, and uh, who work really, really hard. They work long hours uh, serving this community. And, uh, and so uh, it, it's, it's nice to bring additional teammates on board to help them out. Perfect. Is there anything else that uh, is going on right now that you want people to know about that I didn't ask you about because I am a forgetful guy. <laughs> sure. Well, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff going on um, all the time. You know, we got lots and lots of opportunities across the community to, to serve the community. One of the big things that we're working on is um, we're, we've we recently contracted uh, with the uh, International Strategic uh, Senior Professionals, okay, ISP, ISP okay. uh, here, here in the local area, and they're going to help us develop a strategic plan. Cool. So right now, the city of Niceville, we don't have a mission statement, we don't have a vision statement, we don't have core values, we don't have uh, guiding principles, we don't have a strategic plan. And so we have uh, co uh, contracted with ISP uh, to come alongside us and help us uh, develop all of those things so that uh, you know, the city knows where it's going. And so there's gonna be a lot of, um, a lot of uh, interaction with this organization, with ISP, over the next you know, three to six months as we develop this out. And so this is where the, the community, uh, I would love to hear from the community uh, because this is not my town. This is not the city government's town. This is the resident's town, right? We're here to serve the residents. And so during this strategic planning process, um, getting input from the community is gonna be vital because uh, I wanna know what, what do the citizens want, uh, you know, Niceville 2033 to look like? Uh, what, do, what do they want? And so. Uh, to, to the extent that I can get input from the community would be fantastic as we go through this process. That's probably one of the, uh, the biggest projects that we're working on right now. Are you planning to increase like the frequency of uh, like your coffee with the city manager kind of things? Is that how you're going to go about collecting that information or is it going to be like a survey based? Uh, it's going to be surveys, it's going to be focus groups, it's going to be uh, you know, interviews, it's going to be a lot of stuff. Uh, but the, the ISP is, is committed to, to helping us out. And, and being very, very engaged, not only with the, the members of my team, but also with the community. Uh, you know, the, one of the great things about ISP is many of those members are Niceville residents. Mm -hmm. And so they've got that, that background and that, that experience and that history with the community. Uh, so they can really, really you know, dive in uh, and, and provide some good analysis and good input 
uh, for, for our strategic plan. Awesome. Well, uh, those are all the questions I have, and I appreciate your time today, sir. And uh, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk again soon.